This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You wish like you had a, a third term. If I could make an arrangement where I had a, a stand-in, a front man, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats, then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was doing all the talking and ceremony, I'd be fine with that. Ah, that's Barack Obama, of course. He kind of gave it away way back when, didn't he? If uh, he could just be president by walkie-talkies, you know, from under the covers at night. And now, and again, I've been talking about this for some time, and, and others have been talking about this for some time. Headline from Florida Daily on Friday, will the Democrats replace Biden with Michelle Obama? W-I-O-N, Donald Trump versus Michelle Obama in 2024 U.S. elections. Uh, I've been talking about her. You know, she polls well, and that's all they care about. Just convince her that she won't actually have to do the job. She's never really been, uh, you know, the hardest working person. She had a job as a lawyer for a little while at a university and, you know, a hospital in Chicago being an administrator. But uh, that, that was really it. And now, again, the Megyn Kelly uh, ex-post and from the Texas One, Megyn Kelly has revealed insider information that she says exposes the Democrats' plans for the 2024 election. According to Megyn Kelly, Democrats are secretly plotting to replace President Joe Biden with former First Lady Michelle Obama over the summer. Going to wait till the summer for that. While these rumors have been circulating for some time, Kelly claims to have new confirmation of the reports from inside sources. According to Megyn Kelly, the effort is being led by former President Barack Obama himself, who is now convincing donors to back his wife in the 2024 race instead of Biden. Quote, the plan is around May Joe Biden announces he's not running, Megyn Kelly explains, according to Slay News. Slay News is the, uh, the outfit. And I, uh, I can't speak to the veracity of uh, this reporting, but I would be completely unsurprised, most certainly. Uh, yes, sir. All right. And, uh, and let's get to Joe Biden, because Joe Biden tried to speak over the weekend. And it didn't go very well because his brain, she's a broke. She's a no good, that brain of his. Let's go to, uh, I believe it's soundbite number one today. It's uh, Joseph Robinette Biden, amazingly the president of the United States. He was in South Carolina because they're, they're having race issues. Hard to believe the party of Jefferson Davis and Jim Crow would be having race issues in their 21st century. But they try to, to the extent that they can, live in the 19th century. You know, 
slavery, Democrat Party institution, all that stuff. But here's Joe Biden in South Carolina pandering to the black vote. And he is not a bright man. He refers to President Trump as the sitting president, meaning that he is now the president of the United States. And and he lies about, well, pretty much everything. Joe Biden, South Carolina, this weekend, making stuff up. That American consumers are facing real confidence in their economy we're building. What? Let me tell you who else is noticing that. Who? Donald Trump. Yeah. Did you see what he recently said about that he wants to see the economy crash this year? That's a lie. A sitting president. He's a sitting president. He's saying my faith. Bless me, Father. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Um, he's a fake Catholic, too. He's the, you know, the abortion Catholic president. He, uh, the, guy, the guy is a ridiculous clown. Now, wait a minute. Um, he said that he wants to see the economy crash. That's, of course, not what he said. And he's not the sitting president. Now, now here's the thing. Joe Biden is the sitting president. And he just called Donald Trump the sitting president which would seem to suggest that he's not aware that he is actually the sitting president, right? A sitting president. Yeah, he's the sitting. No, you're the sitting president. You are now the president. I know it's hard to believe. I find it hard to believe, too. You're not supposed to find it hard to believe. You wake up in the White House every day. And he called Donald Trump the sitting president. A sitting president. Unaware of the fact that he himself is the sitting president. The sitting president. Now, uh, Donald Trump did not say that he wants the economy to crash this year. He uh, said in talking about the economy, and there are economists who continue continue to predict. Now, a year ago, they were saying we're going to have a recession, but then the government spent trillions and trillions of dollars, literally, which will falsely prop up the economy temporarily. And there are economists who are saying, you know, this can't be sustained, this level of spending and the interest rates. And, uh, the, oh, no, the unemployment rate is so great. They don't count the people that have dropped out of the workforce, that have dropped out of the economy. And that makes the unemployment rate look better, right? Uh, but they, there's a lot of trickery and sleight of hand going on in the United States these days, smoke and mirrors, permanent bureaucracy, untruths, you know, like Russian collusion for three years every day. Remember that? None of it was true. It was all Hillary Clinton's opposition research posing as a dossier, which is a French word. Now, President Trump said, when there is a crash, he said, and when there is a crash, I hope it's going to be during the next 12 months because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover, the the one president I just don't want to be, Herbert Hoover. That's what uh, President Trump said. Now, Herbert Hoover, you may be aware, had uh, been inaugurated just a few months before the stock market crashed in 1929, and that's when the Great Depression uh, befell the United States of America and the world. And Hoover had just been in there for a few months, and it wasn't really his fault, but then he becomes the fall guy because Wall Street crashed and people were throwing themselves from buildings to their deaths and stuff on on Wall Street because the economy crashed under Herbert Hoover. But it wasn't his economic policies that caused it. He had just been inaugurated and boom. So President Trump is saying Joe Biden is uh, tampering with the economy and monkeying with the economy. And we've got a fragile economy that 
could be on the precipice, could be on the, you know, on the brink of collapse. And if I win the presidential election, I don't want to assume office in January of next year and then have the economy collapse to be and then, you know, take the fall for Joe Biden's bad economic plans. That's uh, that's what President Trump was talking about. He didn't say, as Joe Biden lied there, it's the old, this is one of my old sayings too, they take what you've said, they change it till it's not what you said, then they attack you for what you didn't say. And that's uh, an example of that. He said he wants the economy to crash. No, that's not true. He said he's going to be a dictator day one. Yeah, to secure the border and drill, drill, drill for oil. And uh, for day one and only day one to secure the border. And, and, and then the Democrats, and they all do it, the Democrats, that Hillary and Joe Biden and the media and cringe on Pierre and the rest of them, uh, they, they take a half a quote and say, he said he's going to be a dictator. And also he was doing it for a laugh and the audience laughed and everybody got, uh, got the joke except the news media. Uh, and Trump says, when there's a crash, I hope it's going to be during the next 12 months, a little uh, uh, throwaway, because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover, right? The one president I don't want to be, Herbert Hoover, came in and then the stock market crashes on you. Bad timing. That's what he said. And then Joe Biden says, he lies. He says he wants the economy to crash in the next 12 months. No, no, that's not what he said. A sitting president. Yeah, and he's not a sitting president. You are the sitting president. Just amazing. Speaking of you and your your sitting uh, presidency, the city of Denver has had enough of illegal aliens. The city of Denver is uh, has a population of about 710,000 people. 710,000, a little bigger than Washington, D.C., population-wise. city of 710,000 people struggles to cope with 40,000 migrant arrivals, NBC fake news. You mean a uh, flood of illegal aliens because of Joe Biden's open borders. Starting February 5th, Denver will start limiting the number of days migrants can stay in shelters and sending those who exceed the number of days out onto the streets. Now, it's February in Denver, in the Rocky Mountains. It snows there. It's cold. And it's February. And they're going to throw all of the homeless, illegal aliens that Joe Biden waved into the country onto the streets of Denver. That's their plan. They're Democrats. They're a sanctuary city. Nearly 40,000 migrants have arrived in Denver over the past year, making a a city with a population of just over 710,000 the top destination per capita for newly arrived migrants crossing the U.S. southern border and traveling north in buses from Texas. Now, you notice how they left out the word illegal? Uh, NBC fake news did. Now, what you got is 40,000 illegal aliens who broke the law to come into the country and then made their way. I, I got to tell you, every illegal that comes in should be sent to New York, Chicago, Washington, and Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard, that worked better than anything. Send 40,000 to Martha's Vineyard. There aren't probably 10,000 beds on the island of Martha's Vineyard. Send 40 or 50,000 illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard. So now Denver's got a plan. They're going to throw them out into the streets in February in Denver. The influx is taking its toll on the city's public safety net. 
So starting February 5th, Denver will limit the number of days migrants, meaning illegal aliens, but the news media says migrants, can stay in shelters and send those who exceed their stays onto the streets. That ought to make Denver a much better place. 40,000 illegal aliens on the streets. That's a good plan. One Venezuelan family, uh, they, they uh, always try hard to find a family instead of the group of MS-13 tattoo guys, you know. One Venezuelan family, a mother, father, and their three daughters, perfectly atypical, told NBC News they've been staying at a hotel paid for by the city. I'd like to go to Denver and stay at a hotel paid for by the city. Think I could do that? I'd pay taxes, you know. But they've just received notice that they'll be evicted. Well, for how long do you think uh, the rest of your lives at a free hotel in uh, Denver, Colorado? Just yesterday, they started throwing away the toys. They had toys, and they started throwing away the Why would they throw away the toys? The bicycles in the common area, the mother said. We don't know where we will go next. How about Canada? Maybe Canada would be good for you. Uh, Chicago. Chicago's even colder. You can go there. Denver Health, the city's safety net hospital is asking for more money from both the state and federal government to help cover $10 million in unpaid medical bills from the migrants, meaning illegal aliens. Denver's Mayor Mike Johnson estimates the city will need $100 million over 2024 to pay for housing, schooling, health care, other services as a result of the unexpected influx of migrants, meaning illegal aliens. You're a Democrat party. And that's uh, Denver, that's Denver, Colorado. Mm-mm-mm. And I, uh, I told you actually a story about how the whole hospital system there is going bankrupt because of the migrants. The media just says migrants. Mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of, uh, a lot of things in. Democrats attacking them. They're liberals in France attacking the Mona Lisa. And uh, they got to put it behind bulletproof glass because of leftists attacking it all the time because they want to destroy Western civilization. Nancy Pelosi taking down the portraits and statues and sculptures at the at the Capitol because they're all Democrat racists. Every single racist, a Democrat. Pay no attention to that. All right. We've got a lot more to get to. And and. uh, I got more Joe Biden for you, too, because he spoke. He had more stuff to say. That's right. Donald Trump is the sitting president, and he wants the economy to collapse. No. And no. And our news media never reports on any of this. Did you see Saturday Night Live made fun of Donald Trump because he used a word that they had never heard before? And the uh, idiots in the audience, I got to... We live in an idiocracy, and and the Democrats are taking full advantage of that. Of course, they pretty much drove us here and dropped us off, didn't they? And we're kind of at 888-630-9625. Sitting president. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? 
you need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, we're back. Yeah, Joe Biden uh, thinks that Donald Trump is the sitting president. The sitting president. And then he misquoted him uh, quite deliberately and consciously because he's lying. Deliberately misrepresenting. My mother taught me that that would be lying. Knowingly telling untruths. See? But if you're a politician, it's okay. If you're a Democrat politician. Here's uh, Joe Biden, South Carolina, over the... uh, He... um, it's just unbelievable, the, the man trying to speak English. Asylum, of, asylum officers and over 100 cutting-edge inspe- inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our, our southwest border. What? The Salemoff? The Salemoff? Then he's trying to say asylum officers, and he couldn't get that out. Then he got 100 detection machines that detect fentanyl, which... I don't believe to be true, and uh, if uh, we had that, we'd have to have control over the border, which we don't. You know, the fentanyl dealers don't look to go where the detection machines are and the apparatus and the dogs, and they, they go in between while all of our people are busy dealing with the unprecedented numbers, unprecedented numbers of illegals flowing across our border. But there it is, the, the Selimov, 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 babbling gibberish, I say, gibberish. And then he, uh, oh, and then he he whipped out this one, this old Trump attack, that Trump didn't go to a World War II American military cemetery in Europe because he said they were all suckers and uh, losers. That's uh, what Joe Biden was peddling this weekend. Donald Trump, when he was commander-in-chief. But but hang on. Because he also then seems to say that his son, Beau, who was a lawyer in Iraq for about a year, then uh, tragically died later on of a brain tumor. He seems to be saying that his son, Beau, uh, was a World War II hero uh, in the cemetery that Donald Trump allegedly didn't visit. Donald Trump, when he was commander-in-chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us just like that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us like that? Your son died of a medical condition after uh, coming home from Iraq, having nothing to do with his time in Iraq, and he's not buried in a military cemetery in France, and... And uh, President Trump, uh, this is, I, if we had a news media, I wonder how they would cover this. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. 
Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You know, the, uh, the commies always have a plan. You know, commie doesn't uh, take a dump without a plan. As Senator and actor Fred Thompson said in the motion picture classic Hunt for Red October. And that's true of the Democrats, too. And now Megyn Kelly uh, saying that her Democrat peeps are saying, oh, yeah, Joe Biden's got to go. I, uh, I don't know if I was the very first to talk about that, but I, I was on the record in public saying that uh, long before just about everybody, if not everybody. And now Michelle, they keep telling us Michelle Obama, she, oh, she doesn't want it. Yeah, it's not up to her. Uh, the party will tell her what she'll like and what she won't like. And, you know, she can just be the fake president from the Martha's Vineyard multi-million dollar oceanfront estate or the Hawaiian multi-million dollar oceanfront estate or, you know, wherever she wants. But let's go to, uh, let's go to Michelle, just a little uh, refresher on Michelle Obama since her name is back in the news as the Democrat Party's favorite pick. Who else do they have? I mean, uh, wh- who are they going to put up there? Tulsi Gabbard would be great, but Hillary Clinton said she's a Russian asset. So that throws cold water on that one, I think. Here's uh, Michelle Obama from a National Panhandler radio interview in 2022. It is now, of course, 2024 here in uh, the United States of America. And she, uh, gosh, she's um, a horror, I think, as president of the United States. You know, her husband was mentored by the commie Frank Marshall Davis, right? And literal Communist Party member. Then, of course, he made the Communist Party voter the head of the CIA, and then the CIA tampered in our election uh, under John Brennan's leadership. The intelligence community tampered in our presidential election in 2020 on behalf of the left, coincidentally, perhaps. Michelle Obama, 2022, talking to a groveling, sniveling sycophant paid with taxpayer dollars at National Panhandler Radio. The other thing I try to remind young people is that um, of it's easy to look at what your pre- predecessors have done and to say not enough. But what we can't lose sight of is that every generation in this movement toward whatever change, they are they are laying the marker that they can at the time. And I can guarantee you that this generation of young people that are complaining about the lack of urgency will get to our age and their kids will look at them and say, why didn't you do more faster? The nature of change, it, it is a slog. It is a marathon and it will never feel like enough. The fundamental transformation of America. They're hostile to the United States and, and you know, change merely for the sake of change doesn't make any sense at all. You should have objectives, goals, ideally with an eye toward making things better for the greater good, but implementing radical left-wing, destructive, anti-American, anti-capitalist, anti-freedom, anti-Bill of Rights, anti-liberty models. Um, That's another thing altogether. Now, this video just resurfaced over the weekend of Michelle Obama from this NPR interview in 2022. And uh, this is the, the clip, the snippet that got everyone's attention over the weekend. This, you're supposed to be filled with rage. 
Now, all the violent people that have been rioting across our country for the last couple, several years, George Floyd and the looting and the attacks on police stations and police cars and police and the suicide attacks against police in Washington, D.C., New York, Dallas, Baton Rouge, to name but a few. Uh, These are all rooted in the rage, and she wants rage, rage. But, you know, as Fred Thompson said in The Hunt for Red October, uh, every commie's got a plan. Don't do, uh, you know, uh, much uh, without a plan. In the meantime, what I urge young people to do is be 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 rageful <laughs> you, you, and own it, but have a plan and make sure that what you say is really what you mean and how you feel over the long term and not just today. Be rageful. Be rageful. This is the First Lady's advice to up-and-coming left-wing radicals. Be rageful. I don't think that's sound advice. I really don't think that's good advice. Did you see uh, the daughter, the Obama daughter, was at the Sundance Film Festival the other day, right? She's now a film producer, too. The whole family, they're, they're film producers. The Michelle and Barack are film, they're executive producers of big motion pictures where the Tesla cars crash into each other, and there's an apocalypse in the United States of America because they're, they're rageful, and they've got a plan. And it involves hundreds of millions of dollars. Just uh, just amazing stuff. And then keep in mind her economic plan uh, that she revealed a couple of weeks ago now, and I played this for you too. They, uh, the left doesn't care what you do as long as it's mandatory. Right? And what they do not want to make mandatory, they want to ban. They are the left. They're not liberals. Here is Michelle Obama with her uh, lack of understanding of economics, saying that the you know that the gun to the head approach, the government will put a gun to the head of successful people and force trickle down. This is called the tax code. You know, your husband was a senator; he was president for nearly a decade. Now you got a sock puppet in the White House, and your president, your your husband is really still the president. Somebody is, and it's certainly not Joe Biden. But here's we're going to force a new brand of economics, uh, forced trickle-down, gun-to-the-head economics. If we're not trickling voluntarily, mm-hmm. <laughs> then we need to be forced to trickle. Forced to <laughs> trickle. Mandatory yeah. trickling down. Yeah. Mandatory. It's got to be mandatory. Forced trickle-down. Tri- they, and they still, they're, they're accusing everybody of trickle-down economics. And it goes back to the, the attacks on Ronald Reagan's economics which were profoundly successful economic plans, just by the way, but pay no attention to any of that. Pretty extraordinary, pretty extraordinary stuff. These people. Mm. And, you know, be on the lookout because the Democrats need to get rid of Joe Biden and replace him. And, you know, name a prominent Democrat senator or governor they're going to bring out Hickenlooper or something. Just amazing. You're a Democrat party. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. And unfortunately, there's plenty to go around. Ayanna Presley is a radical extremist Democrat member of Congress. And there is unrest in her heart. And there will be forever because she's thoroughly maladjusted, malevolent uh, miscreant. That is, uh, that's, that's your Democrat party. And she's one of the squad members. And uh, she's a racist. And now we've got another squad member for you today, Ilhan Omar. And it's a pretty amazing story. 
Also, it should be noted, Newsbreak has NFL fans angry. Black National Anthem will be played at Super Bowl this year. The Black National Anthem. Because the Democrats are not good at much, but racial division is one of their areas. You know, they created the Confederate States of America, for example, and Jim Crow laws. Now, the Black National Anthem performed at Super Bowl uh, stirs debate on social media. It's been played at the Super Bowl since 2020, the 2020 season. Uh, a, A national anthem can't be a national anthem if you have different national anthems for different racial groups. But the Democrat Party likes it way. They, they, likes it that, they like it that way. I'm sorry, starting to read the story here. The NFL announced its pregame lineup for uh, Super Bowl 58. And the league grew criticism over its intention to have the Black National Anthem played before the game. Lift every voice and sing, known as the Black National Anthem. Has been played at each Super Bowl since uh, Super Bowl 55. And it's stirred controversy on social media since. Now, you can play whatever the hell you want. And if you want to be racist for the rest of your life, Democrats and, you know, black Democrats, white Democrats, if you think racial division is the path forward, then good luck to you. But normal people don't want to join you in that. Uh, We have one national anthem. Every country has one national anthem. But the left, racists that they are, They love to stir racial division, racial balkanization in the United States of America. And, of course, gender balkanization, too. Now that in San Francisco they have, how many, 130-some-odd genders in uh, San Francisco because they're very, very unwell. Yeah, lift every voice and sing. Sounds like a happy song. Uh, They can bring racial division to anything. They politicize everything. The NFL, football, the Super Bowl, race. The weather, everything is political with these guys because they're out of their minds. Now, let's go to, uh, and it's all about power, of course. It's all about power. And uh, Taylor Swift, again, yesterday, uh, my friends and I turned uh, Taylor Swift into a drinking game at the, uh, the KC game yesterday. That every time the network cuts away to Taylor Swift in the skybox, that's a drinking game. It's like... You know, the Bob Newhart show used to be a drinking game uh, after school when I was going to college. And the drinking game was called Hi, Bob, because every time Bob Newhart walked into the room, somebody would say, oh, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. And so Hi, Bob became a drinking game. And then Taylor Swift in the skybox during an NFL game has become a drinking game, too. There's some doubt as to whether she's going to be at the Super Bowl to support her bo- support her boyfriend because she has a concert in Tokyo. But she can get on the Gulfstream 5 and wing into town and be there maybe for the second half so they can keep cutting away to her. She's so inspirational, isn't she? Honestly. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, let's, go to, let's go to Ilhan Omar, who, uh, speaking Somali, her native tongue, to a Somali audience, um, described her worldview And in this worldview, she described herself as, first and foremost, a Somali, second, as a Muslim, and never described her. She's an American citizen, a member of Congress. This country has been very, very good to her and her family. Uh, Honestly, uh, I love the imagery, so I keep talking about it. 
were it not for the United States America, the bleached bones of her family would be scattered in the desert and scorpions would be crawling over the bones. But she instead um, describes herself as a as a, a Somali first, okay, and as a Muslim, Muslim woman, Muslima, second, and never as an American. Exactly. Like in sure. You betcha. And, uh, yeah, Newsweek magazine Ilhan Omar defends Somalia remarks amid backlash. There's a backlash now because of her remarks. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar has countered backlash from online commentators and politicians over comments she purportedly made about Somalia to an audience in a hotel in Minneapolis. What happened to Minnesota, huh? A clip from a uh, Minnesota lawmaker went viral. More than 2.6 million views posted on X. Translation saying, as Somalis, she said, as Somalis, one day we will go after our missing territories. We're going to go after our missing territories, she said. She's like calling for war in Somalia. Completely nutty. Comments responding to the action of the clip, Omar said this, had only been slanted. Not only slanted, but completely off. It's completely off. So she's lying now. She's a fanatic. She's an extremist. And and she described herself not as an American at any point, but as a Somali and as a Muslim woman. I don't think her values are American values. She's demonstrated no inclination, no interest in publicly declaring her American values. And look, I love immigrants from everywhere. I live in Washington, D.C. I lived here forever. I grew up in Chicago. Immigrants to the United States are great from all over the world. Uh, I know a number of Somalis, and uh, you know, I don't want to stereotype, but they tend to be really great. Uh, she's the exception, of course. And she never said, I'm an American, speaking to these people. I'm a Somali. I'm a Muslim. But not I'm an American, not I support Western civilization, not the not the Western uh, uh, standards, not the Bill of Rights, not uh, not anything of the of the kind. But she describes herself that way. Now, that's your that's your Democrat Party and Ilhan Omar, and she's in good with the party. Am I right? Some people did something. That's her description of September eleventh, two thousand one. Some people did something. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Saturday Night Live attacked President Trump for using the word debanked or debanking. Uh, and apparently the entire writing and performance staff at Saturday Night Live found that word to be too confusing. They couldn't look it up. They, uh, It's like journalism. You know, it's a story too good to check. And this was a joke they thought too good to look up. And uh, it's just Democrat Party propaganda. The Democrat Party's propaganda apparatus is boundless. Saturday Night Live, George Stephanopoulos, CNN, you name it, the list is long. Yes, sir. And uh, hopefully I can play that coming up. 
And we're still uh, waiting for the verdict in the the IRS treachery. We'll see if we can squeeze that verdict in before we wrap up the show today. Some people did something. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, Nan- Nancy Pelosi and her husband, Paul, who got hit in the head with a hammer by that guy, they went to the Ravens game yesterday in Baltimore in a very heavily armored black SUV, and they were booed by the crowd. She, Nancy Pelosi, was booed by the crowd going in to the uh, football game, which is kind of fun and richly deserved. Also, as for the attack on American troops in Jordan killing three wounding 34, 36, or 38, we don't know for sure yet. The Wall Street Journal is now reporting that the U.S. failed to stop the deadly attack on American military in Jordan because the enemy drone was approaching the target at the same time that a U.S. drone was also returning to base. And it led to confusion on the radar and so on. So, um, boy, I'm telling you. That's uh, that's the thing. Now let's uh, let's do let's grab this uh, Saturday Night Live, the Saturday Night Live thing, um, because they attacked President Trump. President Trump was giving a speech. People who had had their accounts canceled because they expressed conservative views on on internet platforms, and then they have their PayPal cut off and their this and the. And it's called debanking, where they cut off your funds, your ability to buy things online and things. And the left does this because they're Nazis, you know, they're fascists. Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party. And Saturday Night Live attacked him for using the word debanked because they're not smart enough to go to the internet and look it up. Trump did have a slight stumble this week while talking about banks. And no, he, he introduced didn't. an interesting new term called debank. We're also going to place strong protections to stop banks and regulators from trying to debank you. They want to debank you, and we're going to debank. I don't know what the hell debank means, but he might have to take de-ambulance to see the doctor. Now, that is all particularly ironic, of course, given that uh, Joe Biden mangles almost every sentence that he tries to utter, and Saturday Night Live never mocks him for his buffoonery which is nonstop. Sitting president. And if you look in the Collins Dictionary, for example, debank, debank, they deprive someone of banking facilities. Uh, and Saturday Night Live is just an unintelligent, low IQ propaganda outlet for the Democrat Party. They, um, they don't do comedy very well, but they are an arm of the Democrat Party. Uh, I'd like to apologize to everybody at the bank uh, about our call screening today. Ah! 
Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.